2: hi oh, Silver! Brace yourself as we gallop through the thrilling world of The Lone Ranger, a legendary radio show that echoed through the airwaves with the beat of hooves and the call of justice. Meet the mysterious Lone Ranger, a masked hero whose identity remains shrouded in secrecy, and his steadfast companion, Tonto. In the vast expanse of the Old West, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode together, their deeds echoing through the canes and prairies. The Lone Ranger, a symbol of justice and righteousness, rode on the mighty silver, his white stallion, with Tonto at his side on the ever-loyal scout. The Lone Ranger's silver bullets and unwavering commitment to justice made him an icon, a lone crusader against the forces of lawlessness. Tonto, his trusted companion, and a skilled tracker stood by his side, adding depth to their dynamic duo. Together, they rode their steeds, Silver and Scout. The Lone Ranger and Tonto galloped into the hearts of our listeners, and their adventures becoming legendary. The sound of the galloping hooves and the Lone Ranger's stirring call, hi Silver, became synonymous with justice prevailing in the Old West. So saddle up and ride with us as we revisit the thrilling tales of the Lone Ranger. Tonto, Silver, and Scout, where every episode is a daring ride into the heart of the frontier justice. Now let's get into this episode. This episode originally aired January 30th, 1947, and the title is Bell Marlowe's Revenge. Let's get into it, and I hope you enjoy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a
0: fist pumper? That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. P D W void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus.
3: With his faithful Indian companion Tonto. The daring unresourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early Western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. One Silver, the big fellow, I am Silver. The stage from Kansas City carried only two passengers. One was an attractive, hard-faced woman, the other, her companion, a girl of about 25. The older of the two, Belle Marlowe, had lived a hard life, part of which had been spent in prison. The miles had passed in silence. Finally, her younger companion spoke.
4: Look, Bell, you never told me. Just why are we coming out to this forsaken place anyway? Maisie. I used to live out here in Silver City. You did? I never knew that.
5: Well, I did, just the same. I was married to an hombre named Bert Marlowe. We owned a cafe together.
4: What happened?
5: Well, Bertie got mixed up in a scheme to part an old miner from his gold. The miner was found dead, and Bert was sent to prison. He died there. Gee, Belle, that was tough. That's right, it was. After he went to prison, I lost the cafe, and then I... Well, I... I had a son. A son? Collie yeah. Bell, I never heard you talk about him. I don't talk about him. Leastwise, I haven't up to now. But he's one of the reasons we're going to Silver City. Yeah.
4: What do you mean, one of the reasons?
5: Oh, I kept the kid for a couple of years, and then when things got rough, I let him out for adoption to a wealthy yeah. rancher by the name of Miller. Then I went to Kansas City.
4: Why are you going back now? Seventeen years
5: after? I told you I got my reasons.
4: But look, Belle, I got a right to know.
5: Oh, I guess maybe I have it there. Well, I read in the Kansas City paper that old Ned Miller died and left all his wealth to his son Jim. Jim is my boy. But
4: Belle, if he doesn't know that he's your— Wait, I'm
5: coming to that. Young Jim Miller don't know he isn't the old man's real son. And I'm tired of fighting to make a living. I figure I can make Jim Miller part with some of that money to keep the fact quiet that his mother is really... well, someone like me.
4: Gee, Bill. Can't do that to your own kid? Oh, can I?
5: <laughs> you don't know me as well as you think you do, Maisie.
4: Maybe I don't at that. You said he was one of the reasons... What other reason have you got for coming out here? I've never forgotten, Maisie, who it was that got Bert sent to prison.
5: Years ago, there was an hombre who always wore a mask, and an Indian rode with him. What about them? They appeared out of nowhere and got the goods on Bert. But that was long ago. Look, even while I was in prison, I heard about those two. The masked man rides a big white horse, and the Indian is still with him. Well... That hombre is known as the Lone Ranger. Nobody knows who he is, and he works on the side of the law. But what are you aiming to I'm be... aiming to get that masked man, that's what.
4: But, Bill, you're a woman. Now, outlet.
5: listen, they get wise. Even a woman can hire gun when they're needed. And I'm going to get that Lone Ranger one way or another. <laughs>
3: Of the stage in Silver City was always an event, and everybody who happened to be in town congregated at the stage stop. There she comes, right on time, too. Oh, hi,
1: oh, oh, steady there. Oh, easy there. I'll open the coach door. Hold on that luggage.
6: Yeah, hold it down.
5: Go ahead, maybe get out. All right. Come on, Bill. I'm coming wanted to make sure we got all our stuff. Hey,
6: when do you grab
1: this trunk here? Let it drop, Chad. I'll grab it. All right, it comes. All right. lady, sure. look out. <laughs> Almost
5: hit the lady passenger, Chad. Jim grabbed it just in time. Oh, thanks, kid. You shoved me out of the way just in time. That heavy trunk would have killed you. Are you all right? Uh, sure, sure, I'm all right. Thanks to you. Uh, I'm Belle Marlowe, Mrs. Bell Marlowe. Uh, meet my friend, Maisie Higgins.
7: Pleased to meet you, ma'am. I'm Jim Miller.
5: Jim Miller? Why, Bill, he, he must... Shut up, Maisie. I uh... We're glad to meet you, kids, and... Uh, thanks again for grabbing me
4: like you did.
7: Oh, that's all right, Mrs. Marlowe.
4: Jim, is she all right?
7: Yes, yeah, she's not hurt, Phyllis. Uh, Mrs. Marlowe, this is my... The girl I'm going to marry, Miss Marks. Her dad's a town banker. Oh,
5: glad to know you, Miss Marks.
4: Meet, uh, Maisie Higgins. Hello. How do you do? If there's anything I can do to help you get settled, please let me know, Mrs. Marlowe.
7: Sure. That goes for me, too, ma'am.
4: Thanks.
5: Thanks a lot. I guess we'll make out all right.
7: Come along, honey. We have to be going. Goodbye, ma'am. Bye.
4: Bye. Gee, Belle,
7: that's him.
4: (laughs) Golly, he's nice. Belle, after what he did, after seeing him... I guess you've changed my mind, Daisy.
5: I haven't changed my mind about anything. Now, grab you the lease and let's get into this W Hotel. I, I'm tired.
3: Early that evening, Bill Marlowe went to the Nugget Cafe and asked for the proprietor she was ushered into the office of Tex Loomis, a sharp-faced, keen-eyed individual who was seated behind his desk.
5: Your friend said for me to come right in, Mr. Loomis.
6: Sure, why not? Come on over, sit down. What do you want to see me about, Miss, uh...
5: Belle Marlowe's the name, mister. Now listen here, I'll come right to the point. I was told at the hotel you might know a couple of hombres who are handy with their guns. I might. Why? I got a job for them. And I can pay a fair
6: price for their services. Sure, I can get a couple of gun slicks for you if I know first why you want them.
5: I've heard the lone rangers in this vicinity. I have a plan to trap him. I want two good hombres who are not afraid to use their shooting irons to work with me. I'm out to finish off that masked man.
6: Ah. Well, I might be interested in helping you do that myself, ma'am.
3: Meantime, in their camp in the hills, the Lone Ranger and Ponto were preparing the evening meal. What was your trip to town, Toto? Anything happen of
1: interest this afternoon? Mm-hmm. Things seem quiet in town, Kimasabi. Oh? Uh, me watch stage come in. To see woman almost get hurt. Really? What happened? Uh, driver of stage let trunk slip from hand. Woman just get out of stage. Trunk almost fall on us. Careless of them? She wasn't hurt then? No, no, she not hurt. Young fella, Jim Miller, him jump quick. Her woman out of way. Good for Jim. it was fortunate for the woman. Ah, uh, Jim, nice fellow. Was she some one of the townswomen? women, No. No, me here say her Mrs. Bell Marlowe. Mrs. Bell Marlowe. Ah. That name seems to awaken a memory of some sort, but I can't seem to place her. Me think me here name, too, Kimasabi. Oh? Uh, her have other woman, girl with her. Then Mrs. Marlowe wasn't young? Uh, no, no, her older woman. Nice looking, but talk hard. Mm. Well, I can't place her. Perhaps I'll get a look at her sometime soon. Come on, let's eat, Tonto. Everything's ready. Uh-huh.
3: afternoon, Belle and Maisie hired a light rig and headed for the Miller Ranch. They reined up at the big ranch house.
4: Oh, oh, boy, oh. Bell, I don't like it,
5: that's all. He's nothing to you, Maisie, so forget about being so squeamish. Now, you just wait here. I won't be long.
7: mrs. Marlowe come right in sure don't care if I do funny I was hoping you'd come out to call you you were sure
4: well mrs. Marlowe it's so nice to see you
7: we were talking about you just this afternoon Phyllis rode over here with me we're planning to make some changes in the ranch house we'll be getting married soon
5: rather young aren't you kid
7: almost 20 I'm a full-fledged rancher all on my own now, Mrs. Marlow.
4: You know, I should be a little jealous. Jim liked you after meeting you yesterday. Jim liked me, say?
7: The fact is, you reminded me of someone. Wait, I'll show you what I mean. Here's a tin-type Dad Miller gave me. You have eyes very much like the girl in that picture. Why, how did he get...
5: I mean... Uh... Who... Is the girl in the picture, kid?
7: That's my mother. She was about 20 then, I guess. You see, just before he died, Dad Miller told me he wasn't really my father. And that Mother Miller, who died three years ago, wasn't my mother. I was adopted by them. Then he gave me that picture. I I see. When I met you yesterday, you reminded me of her somehow. Of course, Dad Miller told me that my real mother died some time ago. I'll always keep that picture, though. He said she was sweet and wonderful. I knew she would have been.
5: Mr. Miller told you
4: that? Yes, he did. I was here when he told Jim about his mother. He felt I should know, too. Well, I
5: guess he had the right idea at that.
7: Here, I'll take the picture. Now, tell me... Did you come just to call, or is there something I can do for you, Miss?
5: Oh, Why, I... I was... I was just passing by, kid, so... I dropped in to say howdy. Uh, I have to be riding on now.
7: But you just got here.
4: Yes, can't you stay a while? Jim's housekeeper is having an early supper. and Then we could ride to town together. Do stay. I'm oh,
5: sorry that I, I have to go. I'll... I'll see you again sometime.
7: I'll, I'll take you to the door.
5: My... My friend is waiting... Goodbye, kid. Lots of luck.
7: Goodbye.
4: Come again.
5: Come on, Maisie.
4: Get up boy. Get up there. What
5: happened, Ben? Oh, Maisie, I... I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. He thinks his mother's dead and that she was really somebody. Well, We'll forget that, kid. But I won't forget the other reason I came out tomorrow I'll carry out my plan to get even with that hungry I hate the Lone Ranger.
3: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
0: plus
3: Continue our story. After Belle's outburst, in which she said she couldn't blackmail her son, Jim, but that she still intended to kill the Lone Ranger, the two women rode back to town in silence. After leaving the rig at the livery stable, they went to their hotel room. It was then that Maisie finally
7: spoke.
4: I'm worried about you, Belle. Wish we hadn't come out here at all. the
5: trouble with you, Maisie, is you're soft-hearted... You have nothing to worry about. I can take care of myself, and you won't figure in my plans. When I finish my job, we'll go back to Kansas City.
4: Bill, what is your plan for getting the Lone Ranger? You mind telling me?
5: No. Guess I can trust you, Maisie. Here's the setup. I'm taking the stage to Papas in the morning. Then I'm taking the afternoon stage back. It leaves early. Loomis and one of his men will hold up the stage and kidnap me.
4: Kidnap you? No,
5: oh, that's right. The sheriff's out of town on business, so we won't come searching.
4: But, Belle, I don't well, see well, what you want to be. Let me finish
5: telling you. That Indian companion of the Lone Ranger is always snooping around town, according to Loomis. He'll tell the Lone Ranger about the kidnapping. Well, he's a great one for helping anybody in distress, and we'll leave signs he can follow easily. Then what? The trail will lead into a narrow canyon called Balance and Rock Canyon. The walls are about twelve feet high. At the entrance to the little basin where Loomis and Me'll be hiding among the boulders, there's a big rock up on the ledge. That balance and rock can be caused to fall into the narrow canyon if a man does it just right.
4: Uh, You don't mean to say you're gonna.
5: Loomis's man'll make that rock fall when he sees the masked man coming through. Maybe the Lone Ranger will get through safe. If the rock misses him, Blackie, the hombre will be up on the ledge, has orders to shoot him. If he misses, Loomis and I'll be waiting inside the basin.
4: Belle, I'm scared. Don't do it. Let's leave here tonight. No.
5: I made those plans, and I'm gonna see him through. From where I'll be hiding, I'll be able to see the finish of the Lone Ranger. <laughs>
3: afternoon when Tonto rode hurriedly into camp.
1: Oh, ho, Scott. oh,
3: hello, oh, hello. Oh,
1: oh, Kimusabe. What's happened, Cotto?
3: Kimusabe. Yes? Stayed from Pecos, held up by two mass
1: outlaws, then take away woman. Kidnapped a woman? Ah, she woman who arrived in town a short time ago. One named Miss Del Marlowe. They must intend to hold her for ransom. Where to it take place? Two, three mile back on trail. Did the sheriff start out with a posse? Uh, sheriff, not in
6: town. Him way.
1: The trail okay, will be fresh. We'll try to cut sign on them. Here, Silver. They won't get very far in this short of time. He's a big fella. They should be able to catch him before dusk. Ah. Huh? The sun not set for two, three hours. One, Silver. Get life. up, scout.
3: at the Miller Ranch Halls, Jim Miller was in the living room when a knock sounded at the door.
4: Mr. Miller, Jim, Miss Higgins,
7: I... oh, come in. You seem upset.
4: No, there isn't time. Please, you you must do something.
7: About what? What's the matter?
4: I, I just can't let her get into trouble. It's Belle, Mrs. Marlowe. They took her to the basin beyond Balance and Rock Canyon. She, she's gonna... Oh, I don't know what to do.
7: I don't know what this is all about, but I'll do what I can. I'll ride to that place you mentioned. Meantime, you ride back to town, find Banker Mox. Tell him to get a posse together and come up there, understand? Yes.
4: Yes, only hurry, maybe you can stop her.
7: Stop her? What do you mean?
4: I can't tell you. I mean, if you talk to her, get her back to town. They took her off the stage.
7: So that's it. She's been kidnapped. I'll leave right now. You do what I told you. Get to town as fast as you can. Yes.
4: Yes, all right. I'll go right to town and find Mr. Mark. Only hurry. Hurry!
3: Later that afternoon, Belle Marlowe was crouched behind a large boulder with Loomis. From where they were, they could see anyone who might enter the narrow pass into the basin. They could also see Blackie poised with a long pole, ready to send the balancing rock crashing down into the pass.
5: Maybe the Lone Ranger didn't get word about the fake holdup, Loomis.
6: He's heard about it all right. That Indian of his has been in town every day for a month. When the stage driver reports the kidnapped passenger, the Indian will tell the Lone Ranger I'll bet on that. But
5: if anyone was coming after us, they ought to be here by now. We left a clear trail, that's a fact. How will Blackie know when he's in the pass?
6: He can't see him into the pass, but he can hear the hoofbeats. You time things just right. Don't worry. I... There's somebody coming now. They'll reach the pass any minute. Yeah,
5: I hear him, too. There he comes.
6: Blackie hears him. He's starting the rock over the edge. And in a minute,
5: the Lone Ranger will be up. Loom it. It isn't the Lone Ranger. It's right, Thunder. It.
6: It's Jim Miller. Jim Miller? Oh, no. No.
5: Blackie mustn't send that rock over.
6: It's too late. He's got it started. Look.
4: Blackie. Blackie, Stop. Stop. Oh, he can't hear me. He can't hear me. Come over here.
3: Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto approached the narrow pass into the basin. Trail's been very clear, Tonto. Ah,
1: it leads right into narrow pass at Ballanton Rock. Yes. They're turning into the past now.
4: No! No! Blackie! No! Woman, cry out, ah! Kimo Sabe! Yes,
1: maybe there. Look, up there. Bouncing oh. rock is tipping over. Kimo Sabe! Why, they're
3: just ahead and pass. You'll be killed. Wait here, Tonto. Come, Silver! Furring Silver on to topmost speed, the Lone Ranger bore down upon Jim Miller, who seemed unconscious of what was about to happen. Look out! The rock's falling! Come on, Silver! Faster, boy! As Jim Miller, hearing the shouted warning from the Lone Ranger, turned in his saddle, he realized what was happening. But even then, he felt it was too late. The big rock, for years balanced on the edge of the pass, was bearing down upon him. Come on, big fellow! We've got to make it! Racing at breakneck speed, the Lone Ranger closed the distance between him and the astonished young man before him. Then, without slackening his pace, he reached out, grasped Jim Miller from his saddle, and raced him under the thunderous balk of the falling rock. Made it! Come on, Silver!
1: Silver. Oh, easy, boy, easy. Steady. Uh, Jim, guess you're all right now. Thanks, sir. I don't know
7: what to say. You saved my life.
1: It's lucky for you. We came along behind you. Stay here, Jim. I'm riding on into the basin.
4: On, Silver.
3: From their vantage point behind the boulder in the basin... Bell and Loomis watched in fascinated horror as the Lone Ranger rescued Jim Miller from under the falling rock. Then as they watched the Lone Ranger put Jim safely to the ground and start on into the basin, Loomis spoke. Here's your
6: Lone Ranger, Bell. Blackie'll spot him any minute now and fill him full of lead like we told him to do if the Ranger got through the pass. He
5: he saved Jim Miller's life. Blackie mustn't kill him now. I've got to stop, Blackie. Hey, where are you going? Come back. Wait. Wait, nurse man, wait. Get behind the bar. Oh, Marlowe, Don't come stand there, look out. Blackie's
1: taking aim. <laughs> jumped in front of me. I'll get him.
5: Look out. Up behind that boulder. Loomis with a gun. Thanks.
1: Yeah. I see him. Oh. Back him up. Don't shoot anymore. He
7: shot Mrs. Marlowe. Is she badly hurt? We'll see, Jim. Uh, I'm badly hurt. It's all
5: right.
7: It's you're safe, Jim. Here comes Mr. Marks with a posse. Oh, no, no,
4: no, no. It'll... It'll speak to me. It's all right, maybe. Oh. Tell... Oh. tell Jim I... I
5: want to talk to him.
1: The NASA behind that boulder over there. Another up on the ledge. They're both wounded.
7: Better get them, men. This is Marlowe. This is Jim. Jim Miller. You want to talk to me?
5: Yeah. That picture, Jim. One of your mother when she was young. Keep it, always. The girl in that picture was what Mr. Miller told you she was.
7: I think you're pretty wonderful yourself, Mrs. Marlowe. You saved the masked man's life when you broke away from those who kidnapped you and ran in front of that bullet.
5: Jim Jim, my son I...
4: oh.
1: She's gone, Jim
4: oh, Belle. Oh. She, She did it for her own boy Poor Belle
7: Then she has a son?
4: Yes Yes, she has
1: I recognize her now I know her son, Jim. He could be very proud of her.
4: The only reason she came out west. Forget
1: was... her reason for coming out here. Belle Marlowe has done a good deed. The greatest any person can do for another. Let that be the memory we all hold of her. Shall we?
7: To me, she'll always be a very wonderful woman.
4: Wherever she is. I know Belle has heard that and is happy. The masked man's right. Why she came here doesn't matter.
1: I'm glad you see it that way, miss. Well, I'll leave now. The posse will take care of the others. said he. big fella. <laughs> Adios.
7: Adios. Come on, fellow. Golly. He saved my life. I don't even know who he is.
4: I heard Belle say he's the Lone Ranger. I guess that's why she saved his life. Because once he saved the life of her son,
7: Mrs. Marlowe and the Lone Ranger are the two finest people I've ever met in my life. I'm
0: Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.